Hi everybody, Johnny here. I'm actually in the middle of making notes for my podcast, and I thought what better thing to do than just turn the mic on and kind of just go with the thoughts in my head. Uh Uh-oh, look out everybody. (laughs) So I was just uh, wrapping up watching um, a documentary called Hired Guns, and it's about the musicians that are hired for artists to tour with them and to also do studio sessions. It is a, a pretty damn good documentary. There is some resentment towards Billy Joel in the documentary. Some of the musicians that used to work with him and how that situation was handled was very interesting. Uh, I remember seeing Liberty DeVito. I think I saw him on the Stormfront tour for Billy Joel and Ames. That was probably, I think, the first time I saw Billy Joel, too. I've seen Billy Joel a few times in concert, and he puts on an amazing concert, and he's got excellent musicians that play with him. So I'm watching the documentary, and Liberty DeVito has a big part on it. That whole situation was pretty intense. So then there's the musicians for Pink and for Alice Cooper, and a lot of bands that uh, range from everywhere, from like heavy metal, hard rock, to teen pop. So it was all over the place. I enjoyed it very much. You can check it out on Prime. It's called, again... Hired Guns. Uh, Check it out if you get a chance. I had Record Store Day last weekend. Uh, I believe that was April 23rd. It was Saturday. There's another one coming up June 18th that has a lot more of the releases that I want. I went with my uh, good friend, Jeremy McCree, which his episode should be coming up here very soon, as soon as I get some things done with the equipment I need for editing here. Conversation was a couple months back, but I think you'll really dig it. And anyway, so we went to... A place in Castle Rock, a little record store out there called Bogey's West. I picked up a few things there and met the uh, owner of that place, which I'm hoping to have a conversation with at some point. And I was thinking I might want to have conversations with a lot of the record store owners in the whole Denver metro area. It got me reminiscing about my days running a music store and how much I miss it and enjoy it and so I went down to another store after I hit Bogey's West up, another place called Angelo's, the one on Broadway here in the uh, Denver area. And as I'm shopping the area, I'm thinking to myself how much I really miss working in a music store. I usually do that anytime I'm in a music slash record store. The place um, I used to hit up back home was called Ragged Records in the Quad Cities. I used to go all the time there with my good friend, Reese Argo, Mr. Argo, who we had some previous podcasts with. I love shopping for music. It's, I mean, who who in their right mind doesn't, I'm sure, but I could spend all day there. And um, I really do miss running a music store, and I'm hoping to go down some rabbit holes with Jeremy and my good friend Jack and another friend of ours named Rance and a few other people that we used to work with in this area, hoping to have some conversations with the managers of the Sam Goody days here slash music land days from Colorado and those were some good times folks I mean I gotta really tell you that is the other subjects I will be going down as far as the rabbit holes go and that is the 90 music era and all the way up into the early 2000s we were in the probably one of the biggest money making points in the music industry at that point when CDs were booming Selling like hotcakes, as they say. And there is so much music that came out and so many memories that come out. There is so much material 
that we could go on and on and on about as far as music goes. So I look forward to talking about that here a little bit in this episode and uh, getting you a little taste of what we're going to be dealing with here in the future. And then lastly, concerts are rolling, folks. Concerts are here. They are here. And there is so much music and so much time. And I've been talking to people about this. And it's like you only have so much money and you only have so much time. And you want to hit everybody up. And some shows are, I got to say, there's some gouging going on out there, folks. I mean, I get it that we haven't been able to perform the last couple of years. But, you know, I guess some people are in a better bracket as far as, you know, dealing with that price bracket. And some people um, are shelling out what they want for the bands they love. And... Believe me, I, I understand. I, I totally get it. I love seeing live music. And I went to see a band called Sleep that I told you about in the last podcast. And my next show is going to be Jason Isbell and the 400 unit at Red Rocks, which is right over the hill from where I live right here, folks. I am very much looking forward to that. It is on, yes, you got it, folks, May the 4th be with you. I am looking forward to my first Red Rock shows back here in Colorado. I'm looking forward to many shows here in Colorado. And so one of the other things I'm going to go down a rabbit hole about with you in future podcasts is flashbacks to concerts. Um, Back in the day, we used to get concert stubs. Every once in a while, you can get concert stubs here, depending on who you're going through and what artist you're going through and what ticket person you're going through, I guess. But we will be going through my ticket stubs and reminiscing. I'm going to try to set up dates as far as, hey, back in this date, blah, 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 I went to this show here. I'm tying that up with some of the podcasts that I'm going to be recording here in the future. This is a little bit bigger intro than usual, but you know what? A lot more conversation to come, a lot more conversations to come, a lot more music seeds the music that made us the concerts that made us the love of music that made us looking forward to it folks here giddy up here we go hi this is johnny i'm your host and you are listening to music seeds the music that made us before we get into anything right now I figure I do things a little differently and start out with the new releases for April 29th, 2022. Keep this in mind, these are just the releases I picked. There was a lot that came out, but instead of reading a whole book of releases, I figure I would pick the ones that stood out the most. This is just one's opinion, folks. The Future, I Never Liked You, Ronstein, Zeit, Willie Nelson, A Beautiful Time, the Knox, History, The Head and the Heart, Every Shade of Blue, Trombone Shorty, who's been playing a lot around here in the Denver area, the album's called Lifted, Miranda Lambert, Palomino, Block Party, Alpha Games, Kirk Hammett of Metallica's debut EP called Portals. These are up and coming releases that are getting a lot of attention. Jack Harlow, Come Home, The Kids Miss You, Arcade Fire, which I'm looking very forward to. Their new album called We, Harry Styles, Harry's Home, the deluxe edition of Wilco's Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. I have the original on CD. Great album. Jeff Tweedy is a musical genius, folks. Lizzo, Special, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. Journey have a new album coming out called Freedom. Florence and the Machine, Dance Fever. Chainsmokers, So Far So Good. Imagine Dragons, Mercury Acts 1 and 2, 
The Black Keys, Dropout Boogie, Def Leppard, Diamond Star, Halos, Interpol, The Other Side of Make Believe, Muse, Will of the People. So this next album I'm looking very forward to. Two of the members of Radiohead, Johnny Greenwood and Tom York, have a new album coming out with a band called Smile, a light for attracting attention. I have already heard a few tracks off this album, and it is really good. They never disappoint me, and uh, that's coming out soon. Other new releases, Guar, The New Dark Ages, Whiskey Myers, Torino, Machine Head of Kingdom and Crown. So there is more stuff coming out also. Those are the ones that are dragging a lot of attention right now, so look forward to hearing a lot of that new music, folks. A lot of people were crept up and during the pandemic in the last couple of years, and like I said before, there's going to be a lot of new stuff coming out. One of the new segments I'm going to put on here is what's on your most recent playlist? This is going to be stuff that I've been listening to in the last couple of weeks. Things that um, I downloaded because of either one, it either being something I heard for the first time or something I haven't heard in a while and wanted to hear it again. So I was watching a documentary a couple weeks ago on 90s music and specifically from stuff that was coming out of Seattle and stuff that was on the Sub Pop record label. With that being said, I went down a 90s music rabbit hole and was checking out bands like Mud Honey. The uh, song specifically, Touch Me I'm Sick, off of their Super Fuzz Big Muff album. L7, Bricks Are Heavy. Got to see L7 on Lollapalooza in the early 90s. Just Like Heaven, Dinosaur Jr. And then they also talked about uh, Neil Young. And the album that I downloaded was something that is coming out soon is the Citizen Kane Jr. Blues 1974 Live at the Bottom Line. Going to be coming out soon on wherever you're streaming music. But one song that I have on this list that I thought was really interesting that I knew nothing about as far as history goes. I've heard of Donovan, obviously. I know of his influence to a lot of people in the music business. A lot of artists really uh, looked up to him. But there was a little song he had called Hurdy Gurdy Man that had two members of Led Zeppelin in it. More specifically, Jimmy Page and John Bonham. Never knew about that. And that song I heard, and it stuck out to me, when there was a movie that came out. One of my favorite directors, David Fincher, which we could definitely go down on a David Fincher rabbit hole and some of the music in his movies, specifically him actually dealing with, actually giving Trent Reznor uh, a lot of his scoring for his, some of his uh, most recent movies. But there was a specific movie uh, that came out in 2007 when I heard Hurdy Gurdy specifically in that movie being used. It was called Zodiac. Zodiac was a movie that starred actually Robert Downey Jr., who during that time was making a pretty big comeback and then also a young Jake Gyllenhaal and Mark Ruffalo and Goose from Top Gun, Mr. Anthony Edwards. So there was a lot of people that were actually in that movie. It's considered one of my favorite movies. It's one of the best movies I think David Fincher has done. David Fincher, you probably know from Seven and Gone Girl, um, The Social Network. Um, the last movie he came out with was Mank which his dad actually wrote the screenplay for. Um, he also had a really good uh, series on Netflix called Mindhunter. But Hurdy Gurdy, check that song out if you haven't. I'd love to hear some opinions uh, on that album and specifically that song. Other stuff that is on my playlist, obviously The Smile. They have a few songs downloaded already that you can check out. That's the band I was telling you about from 
the members of Radiohead. Bonnie Raitt, just like that, that album was dropped actually in the last couple weeks. Very good. Hoping to see her at Red Rocks. Old Crow Medicine Show, Paint This Town. Suki Waterhouse, I Can't Let Go. New Primus, which I listened to last Saturday uh, on my way back from Bogies West, which was one of the places I went to for Record Store Day. The album is called Conspiranoid, and I recommend it. It's an EP, it's three tracks, really good. I love the samples they use on the album also. New Primus, gotta love that. A band called Just Mustard. Lee Hazelwood's Woodchucks. The song specifically, The Man. And one band that I've been really getting back into a lot lately and have been just admiring just so much work that they have done and dig so much is In Excess. In Excess with Michael Hutchins was one of the best bands that came out of the 80s. Their uh, album, Kick, is one of the best albums that come from the 80s. I remember being in middle school when that album came out. We probably will go down at some point a rabbit hole discussing In Excess and even 80s bands for that matter and their influences. Paramore, um, I, there's a song that I hear all the time, Ain't It Fun, at work, and I finally downloaded them. I know there's a lot of big Paramore fans out there. Laurie Anderson and her um, album, Big Science. There's a song called Oh Superman. Uh, the Wild Horses Rolling Stones song, Done by the Sundays, which is just an amazing cover. The B-52s are doing a farewell tour, so I was downloading some of their tracks. I had no idea that this band called Got a Girl, an actress, Hugh McGregor married a lady called Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, you probably... Remember from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? That's probably one of the biggest movies she was ever in that you'll probably remember. But she was in a band, I found out, called uh, Got a Girl. And there's a song called Did We Live Too Fast that you should check out. Okay, and then the last few things I was doing, I was just downloading song renditions of songs that I liked. There's a song called The Logical Song that is done by Supertramp. And I definitely want to go down a Supertramp rabbit hole at some point. But there is quite a bit of different versions of the Logical Song done by different artists that they wrote. Logical Song, if you don't know what that song is by Supertramp, check it out. There's also a uh, another song called Right Down the Line by Jerry Rafferty. Jerry Rafferty, who was in Steeler's Wheels also. You probably remember Jerry Rafferty from Baker Street, but he had a song called Right Down the Line, which is a really great song. If you don't know what it is, check it out. Um, Bonnie Raitt does a great cover of it, and so does Luscious. And then lastly, what I remember going through last night was going down a David Bowie rabbit hole. And David Bowie, I could go on and on. We should do a whole episode about him at some point. The song he did specifically with Queen is considered one of the top 25 songs of my favorite songs of all time, and that is Under Pressure. I think in the last few years, this song has become more and more appropriate. It's one of these songs that it makes you realize that you're not alone. And it also deals with the subject of how we feel like maybe we are under a lot of pressure sometimes. It's one of those songs I love belting out or just listening to on headphones and admiring David Bowie and Freddie Mercury's vocals on that song and the musicianship of Queen in general. One of the best songs ever written. Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie. Get it wherever you stream music, folks. As I was telling you in the beginning of this podcast, there is a documentary on 
Prime. I'm sure you can try and get it wherever you rent your movies at. But if you have Prime, it's a documentary called Higher Guns. What I thought was really intriguing about the documentary is that a lot of these musicians sometimes don't know when their last gig is going to be. You know, try to find the next gig. Sometimes they get lucky and they're with a certain artist for a long period of time. And sometimes, you know, they're replaced instantly with somebody else. Another either session musician or a hired gun for that matter. Stepping in for musicians is one of the hardest things to do unless you got the skills to pay the bills, folks. And one person in particular during the documentary that stuck out to me was Liberty DeVito. Uh, Liberty DeVito played drums for Billy Joel up until like the late 80s. And it ended poorly from what the documentary was showing. It was kind of one of those he was pushed out and somebody else was brought in and little was told to him until he realized he wasn't going on tour one day. I remember seeing Liberty DeVito on the Stormfront tour. That was the first time I believe I saw Billy Joel. It was out in Ames. It was December 2nd, 1990. Saw him at the Hilton Coliseum there in Ames, which was the grounds basically for Iowa State. And the reason I remember that show specifically is when I was 16 I believe, or yeah, 16 at that time, and we drove up in a group, I think it was like two or three cars, we came from the Quad Cities all the way up to Ames to see Billy Joel, it was a group of us, we were all determined to hear Captain Jack, that was our group song, we had signs written out for it and everything, that was a great tour too, that was one of uh, Billy Joel's biggest comeback tours, it had the uh, We Didn't Start the Fire track on that album, so that was a pretty big time for Billy, he made kind of like a major comeback but i remember it specifically because we uh got stuck up there for a few days because there was a big humongous storm that came through winter storm that is and kept us there for a few days stuck up in a hotel like we had parents that helped us pay for that and uh we uh had a really good time i remember it was a group of us that were in theater together that went up there i still talked to one of those uh guys still this day actually just talked to him like a week or so ago and that was a good memory a really good memory of going to a concert with a group of us and uh one of my first really big shows what was ironic enough is that my first show actually was the summer earlier in 1990 it was july 11th was my first red rock show i was 15 at the time actually the opening band was Nitzer Ebb. I was actually just talking to somebody about this the other day. That that was my first Red Rock show. And I remember it so much. And that Violator is one of those albums I was actually listening to this week again. I actually went down a Depeche Mode rabbit hole one night and was listening to a bunch of Depeche Mode. And that album had the big hit for them, which was Enjoy the Silence, which was played all over the place that summer. I remember that show very vividly still one of my favorite bands i was into that music when i was young and in high school and i still listen to it until this day the other show that i wanted to bring up that i'm hoping to check out also at red rocks this summer is one of the first time i ever saw them was actually in may 19th of 1991 which was the day before my 17th birthday it was at the adler theater in davenport it was the Black Crows. I remember seeing that show with a good friend of mine named Clayton Bedell. He's actually in a band out here in Boulder, who I'm hoping to check out sometime this summer. But the Black Crows, um, actually, uh, the Robinson Brothers got back together, and they've been doing a lot of touring. They were in support of the anniversary of Shake Your Moneymaker, 
I'm hoping to really get to check them out this summer there at the Red Rocks. But that was one of those bands that I've seen so many times I can't even count. And uh, hoping to get to check them out again. They're always really, really good with their live performances. They never disappoint, in my opinion. If you get a chance, check them out. One of the other things I was going to talk about was what I picked up for Record Store Day. Only was able to pick up four items this time, but some really good items, in my opinion. I was able to pick up a 45 of the Foo Fighters Making a Fire, which is the Mark Ronson reversion, and then Chasing Birds, which has the Preservation Hall Jazz Band reversion. That was a 45, and Foo Fighters, who you're probably not going to be hearing from for a while right now. Rest in peace, Mr. Taylor Hawkins. Another group that um, actually had tragedy, they lost two uh, members of their band, and they actually had a release that was a pretty hot item, Alice in Chains, the We Die Young EP, which has uh, that song, We Die Young, It Ain't Like That, and Killing Yourself. I uh, really, really am a big Alice in Chains fan. I might try and check them out over the summer too. They actually have uh, new members in that band. But Jerry Crantrell still, one of the original uh, members and songwriters of that group, has some excellent music out there solo-wise too, if you get a chance to check them out. I pick up Donald Glover's Childish Gambino uh, album, which had Pop Thieves, Make It Feel Good, The Palisades, Poke, Late Night and Kau. K-A-U-A-I. No, I'm not going to pronounce that right. And then uh, I picked up uh, U2, uh, A Celebration. And uh, on the side A has a Celebration with a studio outtake. And then uh, side 2 has Trash Trampoline and the Party Girl. Live from their uh, Innocent and Experienced Tour from 2015. So those were some Record Store Day releases. The next uh, Record Store Day is going to be June 18th. And uh, I have a list of albums that are going to be coming out that day, which I am looking very forward to, is the Pearl Jam album, Live on Two Legs, which will be released. It's going to be a double LP. Some other releases that will be coming out also on June 18th for Record Store Day. CCR, Traveling Band, live at Royal Abbott live at Royal Albert Hall. Miles Davis, What It Is, Montreal, Montreal, July 7th, 1983. Peter Gabriel, Live Blood, The Kinks, Waterloo Sunset EP, Madness, Baggy Trousers, Paul McCartney and St. Vincent, Woman and Wives, Nicki Minaj, Beam Me Up Scotty, Morchiba, Blanket Blue, The Remixes, My Morning Jacket, Live from the RCA Studio, Prince, The Gold Experience, Supergrass, Moving, The Sweet Relief Benefit Album for Victoria Williams, which has the Crazy Mary song from Pearl Jam on it, the Royal Tenenbaum soundtrack, and The Who, It's Hard, 40th Anniversary. There's a ton more releases. Those are the ones that are sticking out to me the most, folks. Again, Record Store Day is June 18th. Go support local music, go support local record stores, and please support buying music. One of the albums I was able to pick up 
for five bucks there at Angelo's was, believe it or not, an LP of the National Lampoon's Lemmings. Lemmings was a comedy troupe that was pre-Saturday Night Live. So a lot of the members from Saturday Night Live that you saw came from this troupe, the Lemmings. And the album they released um, came out in, believe it or not, 1973. And it is on Blue Thumb Records. The reason I'm bringing this up because this was a pretty good buy in my opinion. Okay, folks? It has, believe it or not, pre-Saturday Night Live, John Belushi and Chevy Chase. And it also has somebody that, in my opinion, is a comedy genius, Christopher Guest. And if you don't know who Christopher Guest is, look him up. Find out what movies he's done. He is also probably best known for being the villain inside the movie The Princess Bride. And also being married to Jamie Lee Curtis. But Christopher Guest has made some great movies in the last couple decades. He does a lot of improvisation as far as his movie goes. There's not really a screenplay. It's mainly them just coming up with characters and improvising. Um, I can go down a whole rabbit hole with that. Uh, National Lampoon's Lemmings. What a great pickup. The album cover's got a bunch of beavers on the cover of it. Um, some doing some very bad things, folks. But the album cover is so cool, and they don't make albums like this anymore. Like the material and everything on it's really neat. I love buying vinyl, folks. I love buying music. One of the last things I want to bring up, folks, is that on May 4th through May 10th, if you have the Live Nation app or just want to buy music through Live Nation on your computer or whatever, on those dates, they're going to have $25 tickets on sale for concerts. Now, keep in mind, it's probably going to be certain sections of the venues, uh, probably a lot of lawns. But $25 a ticket to go to see a show? I mean, this is crazy, folks. And I would suggest, uh, if you're on a budget, what a great deal. Some of the bands that are going to be on here, um, Aerosmith, Alice in Chains, Anthrax, Backstreet Boys, Banks, Bare Naked Ladies, Brad Paisley, Brian Regan Comedy. Brooks and Dunn, Chelsea Handler, Chicago, Coheed and Cambria, David Gray, Dirk Bentley, Flog and Molly, Frank Turner, Goo Goo Dolls, Haim, Hailstorm, Halsey, Hanson, Incubus, Jack Johnson, Jack White, Jason Aldean, John Legend, Josh Groban, Keith Irvin, Korn, Louis Black, Luke Bryan, Machine Gun Kelly, Marin Morris, Miranda Lambert, Motion City Soundtrack, New Kids on the Block, Nick Cannon, Nora Jones, Rum Republic, Pitbull, Primus, Ray LaMontagne, Ario Speedwagon, Rob Zombie, Rod Stewart, Sammy Hagar, Santana, Shania Twain, Shinedown, Slipknot, Steely Dan, Styx, Swedish House Mafia, Tears for Fears, The Black Crows, The Black Keys, The Chicks, The Doobie Brothers, The Head and the Heart, The Who, Third Eye Blind, Thomas Rhett, Tim McGraw, Train, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa, Wu-Tang Clan, Zach Brown Band, ZZ Top, plus a lot more they have not even announced yet. $25 tickets, folks, May 4th through May 10th. Go get yours. Okay, so while in the middle of editing and recording this podcast, I was checking out new music, and one of the artists I just checked out is a band called Wet Leg. That is correct. The band is called Wet Leg on Domino Records. 
They are the most exciting new UK rock chancers in ages. Post-punk guitars, hooky song chants, cheek for weeks. Their debut is full of sarcastic gems. I was just listening to two of the tracks on there. Wet Dream and Chase Lounge. Oh my gosh, folks. Check this out. Really good stuff here. Wet Leg. So I was just checking out my latest issue of the Rolling Stone magazine, which just uh, came in the mail today. It's called Mr. Beast on the cover, and they also have an article on Taylor Hawkins. But that's how I heard about the band Wet Leg. I was reading about them in that magazine. Also, I'm checking out the latest West Word. Yes, the local Denver free magazine that comes out here weekly. One of the ads right off the bat was the Westward Showcase for 2022, September 9th through 10th at the Mission Ballroom Outdoors. It's going to have the Flaming Lips, Saint Motel, Kenny Hoopla, and speaking of, Wet Leg, Wet Leg folks, Cannons, and the Main Squeeze. Shows that are going to be going on at the Boulder Theater. Just announced Asleep at the Wheel is going to be there August 13th. Henny Rollins will be there on May 8th. Harlan Williams on May 13th. Todd Schneider, May 22nd. Built to Spill, May 28th. Sunvolt will be there on August 4th. And a show I'm hoping to check out, Les Claypool's Bastard Jazz, which will have Les Claypool himself and members of Critters Buggin' and Stanton Moore from my favorite band, Galactic. At the Fox Theater, The Church will be there on May 9th. Start Making Sense will be there on May 14th. That is a Talking Heads cover band. The Jazz Experience Up in Aspen, presented by Jazz Aspen Snowmass. Friday, September 2nd, Leon Bridges and Black Pumas. Saturday, September 3rd, Chris Stapleton, Zach Bryan, and Patrick Droney. And then Sunday, September 4th, Stevie Nicks, Little Big Town, and Corey Henry. One of my new favorite venues, the Mission Ballroom, has a bunch of shows coming out here. May 3rd, Interpol. May 6th, The Cult. May 10th, Danzig with Cradle of Filth and Crobot. May 14th, Billy Strings. May 24th, Spoon. May 25th, Bauhaus. June 3rd, Lord Huron. June 5th, Snarky Puppy. June 9th, a show I am hoping to go to, The Revitalists. June 30th, Bright Eyes. July 6th, Pussifer. August 2nd, The Psychedelic Furs. August 8th, Mudvayne. August 12th, The Decemberists. August 14th, Collective Soul and Switchfoot. August 15th, Three Days Grace. September 9th, Flogging Molly and the Interrupters. September 10th, like I was saying, the Westworld Music Showcase will have the Flaming Lips and Saint Motel. September 14th, The Head and the Heart with Dawes. September 23rd, mentioned on one of my early podcasts from last year, Arlo Parks. Shows for the Fillmore Auditorium. July 15th, Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls. July 26th, Newfound Glory, You're Strong and Be Well. August 1st, the Anthrax 40th Anniversary with Black Label Society and Hatebreed. August 18th, Some 41 and Simple Plan. August 29th, Dashboard Confessional. September 21st, The Gaslight Anthem. October 2nd, Meshuggah. November 14th, Mainskin. And now for the Ogden Theater. Monday, May 2nd, Beach Bunny. Monday, May 9th, Fontaine's DC. Monday, May 23rd, Kurt Vile and the Violators. May 27th, Animal Collective. June 12th, Everclear, Fastball, and the Nixons. June 17th, Jesse McCartney. June 26th, The Fix. June 29th, 
Howard Jones, Midurge, and All Hail the Silence. July 12th, The Airborne Toxic Advent. And for my last venue, we are going to be talking about Red Rocks. I already mentioned the show that I'm going to be going to here next week. That is Jason Isbell and the 400 unit, which will be on May 3rd and May 4th. On May 10th, Ray LaMontagne. May 11th, Stevie Nicks. May 12th and 13th, Billy Strings. May 17th, Phoebe Bridgers. May 22nd, Trey Anastasio Band. May 29th, Ziggy and Stephen Marley with Ben Harper and the Innocent Criminals. I would really love to go to that show. May 30th, Gary Clark Jr. June 1st and June 2nd, Lord Huron and Black Pumas. June 4th, Michael Franti and Spearhead. June 6th, Whiskey Myers. June 7th, Erica Badu. June 10th, The Revitalist. June 11th, Big Head Todd and the Monsters and Violent Femmes. June 14th and 15th, Glass Animals. June 16th, Chicago with Brian Wilson. June 17th and 18th, Humphreys McGee. June 20th, Bleachers. June 21st, Bare Naked Ladies, Gin Blossoms, and Toad the Wet Sprocket. June 22nd, Andrew Bird, Iron and Wine, and Nico Case. June 24th through 26th, Widespread Panic. June 27th, Third Eye Blind, Taking Back Sunday, and Hockey Dad. June 28th, an artist I mentioned earlier, Trombone Shorty and Orleans Avenue. June 30th, Craftwork. July 4th, for their annual July 4th show, which I've been to, Blues Traveler. July 5th, Lyle Lovett and his large band with Chris Isaac. June 6th and 7th, Halsey. June 8th through the 10th, The Abbott Brothers. July 11th through 12th, Rainbow Kitten Surprise. July 13th, The Black Keys and Band of Horses. July 14th, Trampled by Turtles. July 15th through 17th, String Cheese Incident and the Phil Lush Incident. July 20th, Lettuce and Tower of Power. July 21st, David Gray. July 22nd and 23rd, Sound Tribe Sector 9. July 27th, Goo Goo Dolls. July 29th and 30th, Tedeschi Trucks Band with Los Lobos. July 31st, Father John Misty and Suki Waterhouse. July 2nd and 3rd, The Chicks and Jenny Lewis. July 7th and 8th, Joe Bonamassa. An event I will be going to on August 10th, the South Park 25th Anniversary Concert with Trey Parker, Matt Stone, Primus, and Ween. August 11th, Bonnie Raitt. August 16th, Amos Lee. August 18th, Goose. August 20th and 21st, Reggae on the Rocks. Check that lineup out. August 22nd, Steve Miller Band. August 23rd and 24th, Nathaniel Ratcliffe and the Night Sweats. August 26th and 27th, My Morning Jacket. July 28th, Atmosphere and Lupe Fiasco. July 29th, one of the shows I was mentioning earlier, The Black Crows. July 1st, Robert Plant and Allison Krauss. A show that's been sold out since the tickets went on sale, which I'm really hoping I find a way to get to. September 2nd and September 3rd, Nine Inch Nails. September 9th and 10th, Brandy Carlisle. September 12th, The National. September 15th, The Head and the Heart. September 19th, The War on Drugs. September 23rd and 24th, Big Gigantic. September 25th, Jackson Brown. September 28th and 29th, Tyler Childers. October 9th, Incubus. October 19th, Marin Morris. October 22nd, Midland. October 23rd, Jelly Roll. And a lot more shows, folks. Red Rocks is such a great venue. 
I am looking forward to seeing a lot of shows in the future there. The love of music, folks. A lot of music going to be going on tour this summer. I hope you get a chance to check out a lot of great live music. I'd love to hear from you what some of your favorite shows were. Also, I'd love to hear back on any feedback you can give me. I always love the uh, emails and little comments I get. So thank you. Spring is here, folks. And I just wanted to say I'm enjoying the nice weather change here in Colorado. I'm also enjoying the idea of being outside under the stars, listening to some great live music, having some good times with friends, and uh, looking forward to the hangouts and the hiking and the camping and the trips and uh, everything. I am so happy to be here in my new home, Colorado. I really, truly enjoy it here, and I'm looking forward to a great summer 2022. I'm also very ecstatic about the podcast I will be doing over the next few months with my friends and hoping that we can get some really good material for you to enjoy using the famous rabbit hole conversation pieces and seeing where it leads. All I ask of you folks is uh, please subscribe by hitting the button and to also reach me on musicmadeseeds at facebook.com Email me at ozomotfan87 at gmail.com. You can also get a hold of me on the other social media sites, Snapchat, TikTok, and Instagram. Thanks again, folks, for listening. Please do your best to take care of each other out there and enjoy what we have in the music we love. Until next time. Hi, this is Johnny. I'm your host. And you are listening to Music Seeds, the music that made us.